Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Watch them thrones. Man, that shit was crazy. Now, it wasn't uh it wasn't as crazy as we've seen, but it was crazy nonetheless. But as always, I mean that shit was bruh, what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we didn't have the, the typical action like we, we've seen, except towards the end, uh, which was dope. But uh yeah, man, we, we got a lot to get into, man. Uh we got we got a special guest tonight. Um my boy Duncan Agon. <laughs> <fucking dope. laughs> Along with the usual the usual suspects, but uh, you know, we gonna get into it. But before we get into that, you know, we always gotta uh, do our know them thrones. So, Duncan, we about to see how well you know them thrones, dog. All right, let's do this. Thrones. Question one. Ray Ray said, those blank rule in my father's name. A, snakes, B, vipers, or C, demons. Hmm. We'll go with A, snakes. Wrong. Question two. <laughs> words or what? A, my queen, B, my love, or C, my bad dog. Question three. Raymond said his brother only cared for what? A, his own legacy, B, how Valerian, or C, the history. <laughs> Why you got that? <laughs> no, damn, thrones. Time out, dog. Time out, dog. Flag on the play. Flag, flag on the play. Flag, flag on the motherfucking play. Time out. Time out. I need you in the penalty box. Why the fuck Vayman only had half a face on the graphic? <laughs> uh, you, you saw last week. Oh, you saw what was going on. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, we we starting early tonight, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, we yeah. got plenty. <laughs> I got plenty in store. So listen, man. Um, you know we since we talking about Vayman, bro. Um. I just want to give the actor who played Vayman his flowers, man, because he did an excellent job of being the first class hater since we've seen him. We going drinks and, uh, up for Vayman? Yeah, man. So, you know, we we dropped the post. We we did the fume uh, post, man, and 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 we want to just show everybody the the home going of. 
of Sir Vayman Valeria. What day that uh what day that he had uh did he had fucked around? So you know, episode four when we met him, that's when he first fucked around. That's when he had on. fucked around, huh? And, and last week is when he found out. Damn, he had found out. <laughs> Damn. Yes. Nobody told me nothing. Yes. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I just want to do one more thing, man, with with Vayman. Um, send him off proper. I want to just, you know, recap his his last scene, dog, because it was it was a fire scene. So let's just do that real quick. See it ended on the account of this. Her children are bastards, and she was a whore. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yo, what the fuck, bro? Cut the show, man. My brother, <laughs> I said he's starting early, bro. My book going Bro, was that a wait? Was that a mop? Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it looked just the same as, as the wigs they use. Man, you couldn't get no. Uh, you couldn't go to the Tom Perry oh. Studios, man. Order up no. Uh, no <laughs> I he front. Nah, I thought he did. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> I can't. Y'all are killing me tonight. I can't. I cannot. Bro, I didn't even know. Warrior Queen, how was the film, baby? You you just came back from the film? Yes, I just came back from the funeral. They 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 laid him out nice. They laid him out in all his pieces. So, including all the pieces that fell away, too. So, it was all there. Praise the seven. Praise Praise all seven of them. Uh, I'll cover the pieces that they cut away uh, of his dread. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we got a couple questions. Celeste Williams in the comments said, "Who did the body?" <laughs> of course, the Seven Sisters did. The, the Silent Sisters did the body. They mummified that nigga. And the uh, and the repast is that Red Lobster. <laughs> He's a man of biscuits, nigga. So let's uh let's get into it, y'all. Let's get into it. CJ, the beast beneath the boys. I want you to start us off, man. Hey man, say man, what's good, y'all? Tonight's episode was, I mean, it was what we thought it was gonna be. This is like the first time in a long ass time that we started episode and it's the next motherfucking day. Like, or the same day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, we picked up right where we left off. And, you know, Viserys had, had just uh, had just taken his last breath. And and then you see the conniving begin, man. I, I'm, I mean, it was a lot of, a lot of uh, fuckery taking place tonight. And so, 
immediately, uh, right? And, and you know me, I'm I'm a note taker, so we definitely gonna get into it. But uh, hey, niece a bad motherfucker. I will say I changed my name to the Beast Beneath the Boards uh, because it was my perspective that uh, a gun, and we'll get into that, was the Beast Beneath the Boards. And I, I'll explain what I mean by that later. But clearly, at the end of the episode, we saw for real beat beneath the boards. And so I fuck with that beast beneath the boards. And, and uh, oh, we'll get into it. So we see, we see that the king is finally dead. Finally, because I mean, this nigga been on his last everything for like Man. six episodes. I'm talking about, bro, since episode two, this nigga been dying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she- that nigga, hey. <laughs> Hey, we watched we watch this nigga die for six episodes running. Oh, God. I ain't never watched a nigga die for six episodes. Bruh. And she had a nerve to cry like she was surprised. Like me. But, hey, listen, though. Did, did y'all feel like they were trying to make Allison, like, more human in the moments where it seemed like she was actually showing some emotion for Vicente? <laughs> Do it, does, it, does it seem like there was an like, overall in this episode... Minus the fucking foot kink with club foot, which we'll get into that shit later. But do it, did it seem like there was an intention on trying to make Allison look like like a more decent human being at some points in this episode, or was that just me? Uh, Boy. I think I think she was definitely fighting to tell herself that she was a decent human being, and so I think I, I do think she had feelings for. Her. But I'm saying that's been her that's been her struggles, like literally for the for the. For the season, every episode we've seen, we've seen her struggling with her own humanity mm-hmm. or her own decency or whatever, her own righteousness. Yeah. I think there's been intention on that, but like mm-hmm. in this episode, it just seemed like there was a lot more intention on trying to make her look like she was a decent person, more so than what we've kind of given her credit to, as far as being. Well, well, I think I think she I think she did have feelings for Viserys. I think her feelings were yeah. sincere for him, but I think her tears are. A lot. I mean, her tears are Karen's tears, man. To be honest with you, and I, I feel like, I feel like in a lot of ways, it's about her telling herself she's a good person and needing to believe that in order to be able to do some of the stuff that's gonna have to be done, uh, in order to make that motherfucking throne pop like uh, pop like a pimp. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, man, wait, wait. <laughs> I was nigga. with you, nigga, until we started popping it for Pim. <laughs> Les, what's good, bro? What's going on, my brothers and sisters? How y'all doing? What's going on? Hello, man? hello. Good, good, hey. good. I just, oh, I just got to, I just got to chime in on Allison's shit real quick. Um, she was the ultimate pumpkin spice latte in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> she was Bad. the ultimate pumpkin spice latte, and so Bad. there were some like qualities that you. <laughs> could like on the surface look at as redeeming, but then it's like, okay, but you're still benefiting from it and you're not stopping it one fucking bit. Like she, it was like that line she said, she said, um, reluctance to murder is not a weakness. But then I felt like under her breath, she whispered, yeah, but benefiting from it is a strength. And so like, she's been benefiting from her, her like this, this altruistic point of view that she has, that she thinks she's holding it now, but in reality, she's just as 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 grimy mm-hmm. and as selfish and as manipulative as everybody else on the show. So, 
Celestia, I need you to get in on that, baby. You've been shaking hold your on, head hold on. for a minute. Real, I need you to get on that. Real quick, let me, let me throw this comment out there. Keisha Zuri Johnson says she realizes her daddy played her, but she's in too deep. Now go ahead, Celestia. Boom. First yeah. of all, if she just not realizing her daddy played her, then she's not as smart as we think she is. I think she's always known she's being played, but it was to her benefit. And I think tonight <clears throat> it's just what CJ said that I'm going, you know, like she's been doing all along. We said this, we had this argument last week. She wants to feel like she is pious, that she is holy, and she's making these decisions uh, in the name of the seven whoever and the king when she underlined this is all about power and control. And I think, you know, it was very evident in the busting stockings wide open scene when you over here letting Slewfoot do what he got to do so you can keep him in your pocket. Like, that was not that was not it, <laughs> sis. Oh, that, was so that shit was like the irony. Like the, that's what we the know. Irony, the irony of a nigga with a foot problem having a foot fetish. A foot fetish. This was. I, I mean, was this the first version of OnlyFans? That's what but, we got. You know what? That's a thing, though. But that epitomizes what 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 Alicia was saying is like that's the microcosm of who she is. Right. You gonna show them feet in racial and racial chat groups. She's gonna get her Doja Cat on, but turn her head away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts. She know what he's doing, but she just gonna turn her face oh, away while he do it. Facts. And I mean, even like in the in the immediate aftermath of, of them announcing, like she finds out that that Viserys is dead from, from Talia, her servant. They immediately lock Tally's ass up because she knows, and anybody else that knows is getting locked the fuck up. And they start scheming right away. The Green Council convenes, and they go to fucking scheming in that bitch. Um, and Celestial, CJ, and Leslie, you try to agree with what all y'all said. Like everything Allison doing is is self serving. You know, she's mm-hmm. trying to to play this light, like she's mm-hmm. like holier than fucking now. And the whole time, you know, it's all she's spinning her wheels the same way her daddy is. Mm-hmm. She tried to spite him at one point in the episode. Yep. But she is who the fuck he is, you know. Like she got that shit honest as fuck too. But shout out but to be, to be shout out my nigga Beesberry real quick. Just hold on, just man, shout out my nigga Beesberry real quick. Beesberry was on some real, wasn't he? That nigga's that nigga's still laying there dead. Like man. I'm convinced that he was. He's been there for like two days. Like just <laughs> dead as motherfucker. Just like, yo, they were talking and he was just like fucking laid out, open, like bleeding out. And I was just like, yo, are they gonna pick this nigga up? Like. Man. <laughs> hey, but but to 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 be fair though, dog, and I, I you know I can't believe I'm, I'm actually giving this bitch some credit. But <clears throat> to be fair, like she was really shocked that them niggas them niggas been scheming, dog. Man, you know so they got to talking, and she was she was like, "Hope, hey, ho, what, what the fuck you just say, nigga?" When 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 they started talking about the shit, Jason Lannister said. Oh, so it's business per usual? Bet. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Allison's sitting there looking like, what the fuck you mean business? Exactly. Per- business, business per usual because she's been a tool. And Rainey's is the one who pointed that out to her. Yeah. She was like, she was like, bitch, like you're you're on this righteous shit on this almost like walking around here like you're this empowered woman and you're doing the bidding of men. You're the fucking 52% who voted for Trump. And you're pretending that you're a motherfucker who's just like, you know, Who's just like on this like me too shit? Like nah, like hold on, hold on. Let me go in and stop you right there. You ain't, you ain't me, right? 
And and like, you know, even though you want to be queen, she she clearly has this thirst for power, just like all the people around her. She's been taught by Otto enough to where she knows um, to where she, she she has this thirst for power. However, she's been this tool. And Ray needs to just point that out to her, man. Like, I love that scene. That was a low key. That was probably one of the best scenes in the whole show. Yeah. In that whole episode. Hey, uh, Anissa pretty much called a pick me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you try to do that, that women power shit with 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 Ray Nice. Ray Nice, like man, you get the book about She me. don't be going, bro. Ray Nice is the ultimate. Like you can tell, she fuck black dudes. She got the. <laughs> like, hey, I'm telling you, but look, can you not? Like you can look at her. She got the spray tan popping off. She got the fucking. She got the. I need to see a manager hairdo. Fucking cornrows and shit. You can tell when Ray when Ray Nees walk in, you can tell she got mixed chip. You feel me? So like she don't be going. She like one of the white women and like got approved. Oh shit. Too far. Never mind. Anyway, Ray Nees don't be going. Yo. Excellent observation, Valerian. She don't be going though. She don't be going. <laughs> that loving Virginia, uh, fucking uh, Karen. That's the loving Virginia Karen. She, she the one that got like she was out there with the BLM movement oh. with the signs and shit. Bruh, here, here go the line, and here go us habitually stepping over that motherfucker. <laughs> Every motherfucker, oh, we, we just tried damn this to get I'm telling you, man. Hey, nigga. Rainey's is definitely at BLM movements with T-shirts on, nigga. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Rainey's was spitting bars, though. She had one of the coldest lines. She said, oh, I see you now, sis. You don't even want out the prison. You just want the windows. Like, Man, you just want you a nice oh, window in that bitch. Oh, She's slick with it, ain't she? Man. She's slick okay, with it. Rainey's? Well, y'all niggas wild, boy. <laughs> TK, it's been a minute, man. You you had to you had to tighten up over there for a minute, bro. My bad. I went too far left. <laughs> I mean, listen, bro, man. I, I as a matter of fact, they shut down. Law. I thought they shut down your shit again. Uh. <laughs> like you know, I'm always getting banned for some shit, man. You know, man. so yeah. when when I bag away, know. when I bag yeah. away from it, you know it's you know over the I'm just saying, goddamn. So let's set the scene for this episode a little bit, y'all. Go ahead. I mean, obviously, we know uh, Allison is the first person to learn of King Viserys' death, at least first person that we know of at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon learning of his death, she immediately first notifies her father that uh, Viserys on his deathbed said that Aegon should be king. All of a sudden, they're looking for this little motherfucker. He's nowhere to be found. Boom. Let's start right there, and let's fucking get into it from there. We can start with the council if we want to. We can start wherever y'all want. Well, so first of all, nobody really believes Allison. Like, nobody really believes her about Aegon. It's like, wait a minute. No, nah, this thing has been, no, nah, that shit don't sound right. And Allison, um, you know, and this kind of speaks to what, um, like, to what Celeste was saying, is that maybe she's kind of more simple-minded than we think, because I think in my true heart of heart, she really did think that, that's what Viserys told her at the end of the right, right. Um, and so she's running around here like, "Yo, like, listen, this is what happened." And everybody's looking like, at the bitch, "Like, wait, what? Like, what did you just say?" And so that's where we kind of kicked off at the um, at the council, and everybody's kind of 
unsure of that news. But then they kind of go along with it, like you were saying. And Otto was like, all right, well, we about to build on this shit. Bet. You know what? This is exactly the shit I needed. <laughs> man, nigga, boy, you talking about running with it. Otto took that shit and ran with it, nigga. Football. <laughs> like like, right. look at, like Baron Sanders. Does nobody, because they were gone for so long, talking about um, Rhaenyra and Damon, does nobody else know there's another Aegon? Or are we just out here in the cold, like, the only ones that know? Because I'm like, nobody's questioning that there is another Aegon. I think they know, but I just don't think it's coming to play because the Aegon that we see is the eldest. He's he's Viserys' eldest son, so I'm assuming they uphold him being the eldest son. Yeah. Right. So... First of all, man, y'all niggas is wild. Let me just <laughs> let me just get back to that real quick. But you know, to what you were saying, uh Rhaenyra's side dude. What's <laughs> Rhaenyra's side dude? Damn. Rainy side dude. Rainy yeah, side. side. Hey, what I said, she fucked black dudes. So so this she on her Rachel Dolas all shit, but listen. Oh no. <laughs> up? So which you know the, the shit she came out and said, the shit she came out and said, right? But Sarah didn't even he didn't even say that shit. Like he literally telling the story, you know, that's that's etched in this dagger. And and this this bitch is like, oh, he said, I, only I can unite the realm, and Aegon's supposed to be king, you know. And like you said, Leslie, she she honestly did you know believe that shit. But you know who ain't believe that shit? Beesberry, he wasn't with that shit at, at all, mm-hmm. and my nigga immediately jumped up and like, y'all got me fucked up. I ain't, I ain't right. Man, even before he, even before he jumped up, he was down there looking sideways when they was when they started talking. Beesberry was down there. Hey, he damn near hit that auto face. He came. The fuck <laughs> you niggas down there talking about? Right. Even 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 was on their ass. Even the Lannister was kind of shook behind that shit. You know what I'm saying? He he kind of like, what the fuck? You know what's really going on? I thought we were just talking to this motherfucker. But but, but when that to go down, yeah. But I, that death though, his him dying though, the significance in his death that's literally counted as the first death in the dance. Yeah. So like from yeah. from from the actual book content, Lyman Beastbear is the first motherfucker to die in the Dance of Dragons. Christmas to see that to see that shit play out on the screen, that shit was it was dope to see them do that shit. Like, let's talk about Lannister real quick. I can tell that he was he's still bitter over the interactions he's had with Renair. Oh yeah, and I think that this is another thing that we need to just take in the foot. You know, when we're keeping it one hundred in this battle versus the green versus the blacks, even though we're all I think team team black, at least I am. both literally and figuratively, but um, um, Renair has made some mistakes along the way in order to alienate some people. And that was yep. when she, she alienated Atlantis to do. She alienated the woman who, um, who she talked back to at the, um, at the episode when they went for the boar or for yeah, the, yeah. Uh, when they killed the boar. Yeah. So Lady Redwine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these yeah. little relationships that she's kind of strained over the years is somewhat coming back to bite her in the ass. And, um, you know, we, and we're seeing that playing out because the way that Lannister, even though you're right, he was surprised, but he immediately jumped. There. He was like, bet. He Ooh. sat his ass right down. Yep. 
All right, cool. Like, we read it. Yep, I'm with Aegon. Aegon. Kendra Brown in the comments said that Targussi is still at play. We're going to always ride for that Targussi. Oh, always. Always, baby. Uh, yeah, that's why I asked Targussi that had you out in broad daylight looking forward with a flashlight, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I was definitely feeling uh, some very much Vayman vibes when, when he was talking his shit right before he met his end, though. I don't remember the motherfucker's name, which I don't say the name a lot of times. But he's very, yeah, he's very. Yeah, I knew it was about to be over with for that. Like I ain't read the books, but I knew it was about to be over with for that nigga within the next thirty seconds. Yeah, when Christian Cole started kind of scooting behind him and shit, but I ain't know he was gonna do him like that. I thought maybe he'd take him and uh, do what he did to the other motherfucker, but you know. I thought him and uh, I thought I thought Kristen and uh, Sir Harold was gonna get it on in there. Yeah, yeah, me too. Hey, hey, Harold kind of put I his guard down. Though. Oh, yeah, Sir Harold wasn't going either. He he ain't with the bullshit. Listen, man, yeah. you know a nigga is against some shit when he quit his job, he, uh, quit a good job, and give up all his benefits. That nigga Lord Commander gave that shit up on the spot. <laughs> Y'all can have this shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it be like cooling the gang on the Titanic. <laughs> man, bro, like Kristen. I mean, but Cole, man, he's such a fucking like just simp, dog. I just like it, it, it's so t- he. You know, who he reminds me of. He reminds me of the dude who who was talking at the end of the road, uh, fucking song boys and men. <laughs> like, bro, like you just that's hey, his only role. Fucking God, like man, you cheated on me, <laughs> right? Yeah, like uh, yeah. Oh, like so what? You cheated? I don't, you know, I want right. you back. All that right. shit, man. Like he is just such a fucking simp for. <laughs> For Allison, and meanwhile, Allison is out here fucking <laughs> showing her feet. The damn uh, <laughs> club, foot, club foot, you know, like for a little, you know, how the fuck you got? How do how do you have a foot affliction and a fetish, bro? Man, man, because you covet crazy. something that you cannot have. Yeah, you better talk, goddammit. Now that I'm actually here, oh, I had to fix all my shit. So anyway, uh, yeah, so you covet what you don't have. Mm. So he didn't have power until he killed his brother and his daddy. Then he got all up in the queen's ear, and now he gets to see her feet whenever that he wants. That nigga wants some feet. So he, he um, you know, gets his Quentin Tarantino on and, and gets his feet stuff in, and um, yeah. So Slick Daddy Crip creeping in Creeping around and and ugh, ugh. did you just call this nigga Slick Daddy Crip? A crip called Slick Back. No, not a pimp named Slick Back because he ain't that cool. He was Slick Daddy Crip because he's just, he's cripping around real smooth. I'm gonna call him Little Feet Ski. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Oh God! Hey, let's 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 hop in the comments real quick, man. Let's let's see what what everybody's talking about. But the nigga just say ski feet, feet ski. What is <laughs> wait, 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 wait? Here we go with the words again. I'm gonna have to use this on my takeaways. That shit is crazy. That is, I'm still, that was nigga, nigga. I'm still in that like the crown toes ain't. <laughs> Only dragons. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a man like the fucking crown, nigga. 
You can just cheese. Oh, no man. pedicure, nothing. Hey, listen, man. They they going off in the comments. G Dale said no pedicure, nothing. But listen, listen. <laughs> I ain't gonna say too much because y'all niggas and I already said I was doing too much. But for a particular reason, not just the fact that it was medieval time. Y'all know them feet stank too. Mm. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Facts. yeah, you ain't lying because you know. Some people don't wash their legs, and if you ain't washing your legs, you know you ain't washing your feet. Let me explain it to you. So you know when you're getting a shower and the water is coming down your body, by the water coming all the way down to the to your feet, that it automatically washes your legs, right? That ain't how that works. Uh, no. Did you see my face? After I said that, I couldn't even keep a straight face after I said that. Before. Hey, hey. Yeah. Hold up. Can y'all niggas not get us canceled before we even make a decision? I have nothing to do with this. I'm not the one fucking wilding right now. I must say, hey, fucking social medias don't suspend my ass. Leslie, Leslie over there, like Damon in, in episode seven, when my nigga had his arms folded, like it ain't me this time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just called him up for a couple pumpkin spice lattes, and that's it. Shit, I ain't saying nothing about fucking washing the bodies and fucking we love me, be Virginia. I ain't say none of that shit. Man, no, I'm done. I'm done. They I'm are done. really, they are really killing her feet in the comments. Boy. <laughs> Rosalind picket picket throwing with her feet all swole. Somebody she said her feet were bruised. <laughs> Bro, that was she, a crazy thing, man. She, hey, she might have been letting club feet get some foot contact. Hey, look, people who might have been old. doing foot to foot. Duncan, we want you to jump in, man. We we be we be talking our asses out, but we Duncan be wild, Duncan. I'm sorry, Duncan. Yeah, we got one of the the silent sisters, nigga. <laughs> hey, we left, hey, hey, uh, we left Duncan ass up there in the corner by that goddamn dragon. He just fucking <laughs> dragon. Come on, hey, dragon, burning his ass up. Look, look, look. It's kind of interesting, just even from the beginning, like starting from the top. When we're, we're thinking about everything that Allison has kind of fought for. She's been in this game kind of before she kind of knew what was really happening and kind of was making her own way um, in her mind of kind of putting things in order. You know, she's kind of got her husband to the side, you know, and she knows what that's about. She knows she's having kids for this reason who are one, gonna, one day going to possibly sit the throne if that's going to be the intention of everything. So when the king dies... You know, she finds out and she's kind of spinning things in her own way to make things work for her. And then she gets to the council and the council's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get this placed in, um, in motion. We got a river run. We're going to send ravens to them. We're going to send ravens to High Garden. And she's like, hold up. You know, I'm thinking that this is more or less going to be my show. You know, we're going to kind of take things, you know, my cadence and move forward. And, and you can kind of see that she's a part of the game, like she said, being a part of that chessboard. It's like, you know, ultimately, you know, the power was never in her hand to control. So I think that part, you know, you see some of that, you know, and you see that play in with all of her other relationships, her relationships Bad. with uh, club fit over there, you know, how slowly, delicately showing off the feet and all this other stuff, everything to get to her, her end goal. But I don't think she's ever going to run through the tape, so to speak. And you kind of see that with all of her relationships. I think that's crazy. That's Nigga, you, you sound like my high school counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Johnson. 
Johnson. I mean, I think essentially what we learned is Allison, in a lot of ways, learned about herself that she has served her whole purpose. Same shit that Emma that Emma told him, like, look, we 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 supposed to have babies and that's what we do for these for these motherfuckers. Like as soon as that shit was done, they was already moving on to the next shit. Like and it was it was back to the men running business as usual. Mm-hmm. And you know she was the vessel that brought a gun into the world so that they could move the plan forward. But other than that, that was her first time. I mean, it was the equivalent of a nigga moment. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like when you when you well not a motherfucking when you realize it's like when you when you think you above something mm-hmm. and suddenly you get brought back to that reality. And she you get your really wake up call very quick. Exactly, it was a wake up call like a motherfucker. Right. So so like calls. like you you look at what well what you just said, CJ about you know it came down to the men running shit you know business as usual, which goes in direct contrast to what she was saying to Ray Nice. Mm-hmm. You know she's telling. Remember she told Ray Nice like you know we, we basically like we run the shit from behind the scenes. When in reality, uh, again, Ray Nice is like, bitch, you would pick me. You ain't running nothing, you know. And they they showed that shit because that like, yeah, like she had a gun, little weird rapey ass, and she ain't had no say on what was going on from you know what was gonna go on once Viserys died. Like them niggas already had that shit planned out, and you know everything was. Lying. You saw and you see what happened when, when somebody said no, like I thought they was gonna kill everybody in the room who didn't bend the knee. You know, and, and like that scene right there, um, you see how Otto is when he's in power. Otto, first of all, let me just say this again, Otto ain't shit, man. Hating ass Otto ain't shit, bro. Otto Otto is the main antagonist antagonist in this in this show and he showed his like all that oh master you know i don't i'm just a servant of the ground and all that shit you know like, bullshit as soon as that nigga got a little bit of power oh my god he started being on this nigga shit for hey, real. that nigga was turned wasn't he like he was like fuck that hey, like, fuck that shit i'm fucking here, i'm about to kill shit, all y'all he was announcing shit like, right damn, bro. Oh, was too lit. he was proud of himself and I'm ahead of myself, but like just kind of watching his his facial expressions and mannerisms throughout the episode, he was so pleased with all his efforts. Like yep. year yep. years, decades worth of, of material planning have have come to fruition for Otto. And like you can see that shit and just his tone and his just the way he carry him head and chest high and shit. Like he's so proud of himself right now. And you you know what, y'all? This whole episode really was about the vision within their own house. Uh, like, if you really look at it, I mean, it's, you know, while they might be the green team or, or the, the green side or whatever, like, obviously there is Otto's perspective. There's Allison's perspective. There is Aegon versus Aemon. There's even the fact that both of them sent their own fucking teams after after them and said, bring, bring Aegon only back to me. So, I mean, where the fuck was Aegon anyway? Like, what was this little nigga doing? What you call it was hiding him, basically. So, yeah, let's get into that shit. The uh, mm-hmm. Lady Masaria, Lady Misery, yeah. the White Worm. 
white yeah. one. She had him tucked on some on some hostage shit, you know. And so yep. you see, they show that scene where where Eric and Eric, the twins, they go down into this pit. Um, and then one, you see Aegon's one of probably many uh, bastards, bastards, bastards from Aegon. You know, when they're down in this pit, but this pit, you hear Masaria talk about it to Otto in that they're using this pit. They make kids fight. They fire their teeth down. They fire their nails to make it more violent. Um, you know, and then motherfucking gold cloaks and whoever the fuck else want to come in there. They've been on these kids fighting. So uh, Lady Masaria, of course, her being her with her spiders and, and little birds all over uh, King's Landing or, or the Red Keep, she found out immediately of the series. <laughs> she found out immediately and she tucked his ass and was like, okay, bet. I'm going to use this little nigga for hostage. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know what? And just even rewinding back a little bit from that, when they first, when you first see, when you first see Helena, you know, she uh she gets the little um jab in, mm-hmm. which which was clearly a foresight to Aemon and Aegon's relationship. Um she said, um, it is our fate to crave always what is given to another. If mm-hmm. one possesses a thing, the other will take it away. And um in the you know, and obviously this was a a a the, the logic of Aemon, who is like Throughout this episode, as they kind of did sort of the Law and Order SVU, uh, you know, portion of the episode, trying to find Aegon, he, <laughs> the wheels start turning in his mind, right? He was like, yeah. all right, well, shit. Like, we're over here looking for this dude, and I'm right here. I'm right. disciplined. I've been, I've been training. I've been studying up. I've been, I got motherfucking you know, Vagar. Right. I got Vagar. Right. Like, I'm, I have the most powerful dragon. I'm I'm like I'm not running around here producing bastards or getting fucked up every other night in Flea Bottom, um, you know. And and I can and I think that we can all. I, I think that most of us are disciplined to a certain degree, and I believe that like a lot of people who are disciplined can relate to that, to what Amon was going through, right? Yeah. Because you're thinking to yourself that this person is being given this ultimate. This ultimate prize or this ultimate um, uh, uh, position of power, and this motherfucker is clearly not worthy on many on many levels. Mm-hmm. And Amon's like the first one to really point that shit out. I mean, like, well, or at least say it out loud, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Allison knows it, but exactly, right? Yeah, but she knows she can't really do nothing about it. I mean, in the back of her mind, I'm willing to bet that if Amon just like this murder shit, right? She's about she don't fucking. If Eamon killed Aegon, she would not shed too many tears about it. Right. And they would cover that shit up. Bro, she, been, she been sick of uh, Aegon shit since, the you know, remember how mad she was at, at him with, with the pig shit way yeah. back? Like, right. she been hating this, hating this nigga since. Since, since he was jacking off in the window. Since he since was jacking yeah, off in the window. No, yeah, beating his meat like an old mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> What? what? Oh shit! I'm canceled too. Oh god! I mean, you hear, you hear, uh, you hear, uh, Amon say out loud like she, that motherfucker don't get found. I'm right here. I'm, I'm, Man. I'm ready to be and found, I'm a, and I'm gonna be found. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you hear his ambition, like you hear his desires, blatantly, like, and and you know, ultimately, even when they finally do find him after, uh. I guess Christian Cole and uh, 
old buddy catch up with when the twins catch up with him. Yeah. And uh, you know, all of a sudden he's telling Amen, I don't want this shit. You know, let hey, let's just flee. Let's yeah. let's Let's just get on a boat and fucking run away from out. He pulled a motherfucking Christian code. You know what I mean? He want to go to the where? Is it? What is it? Uh, penis. Hey, listen, hey, if that nigga was off of his brother, them the, the four peas, then we got a problem. Right. Well, well maybe maybe not. You know, maybe not. That all nigga, that, that nigga, TJ said, "I'm gonna stop you right there." Yeah. Hold on. Three impossible at least. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I try to Hey, you, you know who uh who 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 Iman the 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 long face remind me of when when he was doing his talking like I'm watching this shit and all I could think about was how JT was acting on the five heartbeats when Flash <laughs> got the lead role you know what I'm saying like <laughs> like that's how he was like that should have been me nigga. <laughs> Cracks and you see the splits in the division and everybody. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's yeah. with everyone. I mean, yeah, every level. looking at his brother's crown when he's being crowned, envious as hell. Looking at him like Westbrook, looking at the MVP trophy. You see every all the family members. They all do it in in their own ways. Uh, everybody doesn't want the throne. Aegon doesn't want it because he feels unworthy and he knows that that's not ultimately what his father wanted. Rhaenyra is ultimately in this game, you know, because of, you know, the prince that was promised or a high, you know, she's in on that. Going back to Valerian's point with even the white worm, the white worm is talking about, oh, I'm doing this for the kids. I'm doing this to save the kids. But it's mostly just a, you know, a, a draw comparison between the original series with Varys. She's buying political power just like everyone else is. But I save these children so I can have them in my pocket for later use. How the hell do you know that the king died? The little birds, you know what I mean? So it just shows that everyone's got a hand on the throne and no one's really steering the ship because no one knows what the hell's going on in the realm anyway. Especially in the Red Keep. I mean, that shit gets uh, out quick. Shout out to that nigga Eamon for uh, rocking rocking Damon's hoodie. Like, nigga, you the only (laughs) nigga. You the... You the only nigga in Westeros with white hair and one eye. We know we know it's you, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> you saw a girl at the whole house. She was like, oh, you hey, grown. But you done grown up. Oh, you the only motherfucker around here with one eye <laughs> like, and a sword. Like right. he got a cloak on. Let me put this cloak on. With a high born, like high born fashion to the fucking teeth. Right, yeah, got on fucking Westeros Versace, Versace trying to <laughs> What did I think about Christian Cole? Like, you know, fighting. <sighs> did y'all think that was gonna be like about to the death and shit, or just Christian Cole in general? Let me tell you what I think about that Christian Cole today. Hmm. I want to give him the Snitches with Stitches Award because he <laughs> acted a damn fool tonight, all the way down from. Knocking Lord Beesbury to to the to the seven to to the seven into heaven, and then coming in behind uh, Otto's orders for Allison, and going out to being the second team to go go out with Amon to find Aegon. Yeah, yeah, snitches. He gets the snitches with stitches award, and I I can't wait till he get them damn stitches because it's coming and they gonna get him. And I'm gonna stand up and be like, <laughs> and he 
Loki over here pining after Allison, but she over here busting it wide open for Slewfoot. So like I'm just I, I just, and then they both both of them trying to pretend like they so honorable behind it. right they both she, are trying to pretend they like they so was like for, uh, on on all you love on all your feelings for me bring him directly to me like right really? when he when he when he told uh Amen the the part about how women are supposed to be spoken of I thought about how that nigga was how that nigga was real you know puffed out in the chest talking about uh Rhaenyra. The night he was about to stab himself to death. You know, yep. I, I can't remember what all he called it, but he called her a lot of things. Yeah, he called, yeah, oh yeah, he did. But he said women are supposed to be spoken. I can't remember the exact quote, but you know, this nigga like to believe he's somebody he not to. Yeah. Fuck Chris and Cole. <laughs> there you go. Fuck Chris and Cole. Fuck Aegon. His old saw, Tommy. Um, I saw one of the comments that said the twins should have jumped him. Um, and then I, I think they gave a clear indication, of course, in this episode, the twins are on opposite sides of this. Different so yep. that's why and that's going to play out more the as the series, right? Progresses. That's why you see less. That was the that was Eric, right? That walked away with an eight, yeah. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then that was yeah, that Eric. Was that was mm-hmm. Eric fighting Kristen Cole. But yeah, so you see, you see, Sir Eric walk away, and that's of course who eventually comes in and helps free uh, Princess Rainey's. But he's on the he's on the opposite side of this, so that's why you didn't see him jump in and help with uh, with his twin brother when he was fighting Kristen Cole. Right, Which definitely pointed out. Yep. I'm glad you I'm glad you talked about the Princess Rainey's. So yeah. let's kind of talk a little bit about the imprisoning of Prince, Princess Rainey's yeah. conversation that took place and the whole picking a side in general, where all of the dignitaries were in the room, and essentially, I mean, how that how that played out. Let's kind of get into in, into that point. Yeah, and you know, of course, like with Rainey's being locked away, that was just it was all a part of the scheme. Like I said, they locked up Talia, um, the queen's servant. They locked Rainey's in her own room. She essentially became a, a, a prisoner in her own chamber, um, and all of that was really so they could just scheme and plot and make their moves. You know, get all of their moves off um, without anybody finding out. This whole time, nobody else knew about Viserys being in their bed. You know what I'm saying? So. All of that was just to get them more time to plot their moves. Well, so so first of all, I like the fact that Ray needs to be paying attention to everything. Like she don't say shit in every episode, but soon as Allison walked in, she was like, "You still in ain't your bitch?" Like <laughs> immediately, Facts. like there was no, you know, she didn't get to have to explain herself. Like she already knew. What the fuck was going on? Right. You know. And she's not a fool, you know. And I wish they would actually give her more screen time throughout the yeah. series. Um, because she has this kind of because like you were saying, um uh TK, like she she is very aware of what's happening around her. And like and like I was saying earlier, she really called out Allison on her bullshit, you know, and she and she basically said that she's one of the 52 or 53 percent. White women who voted for Trump, and you know, like, and that shit kind of stuck out with me because I'm just like, yo, like, um, you know, her Allison's entire entire well being is her proximity to power, and the proximity of men power, right? And so that's how she operates, and that's how she goes about it. And Renice is like, yo, like, you 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 want your own shit. You want to you want to rule over this, don't you? 
And you know, and she called her out, and she's like, "Well, I can't do." You know, in the in that, and I think that's when Rainey's made the decision to, okay, well, I'm going to side with the woman who does know what she wants and who does say that, well, shit, well, she's and well, she thinks that she's a queen, and that's what, and she's going to go out and take it. And I, and I think that's when Rainey's ultimately made the decision to up, to, to get away, up in all that shit, and join Team Black. Yeah. Because she was on the fence just a little bit, you know, like she was from the last episode, right? I like mean, she, shit. Uh, Allison was throwing some Alex. She was throwing some right, Alex. exactly, she throwing some Alex. To think about. She gave and, a lot to and, think about. In the last episode, she only switched sides because of because of the Sayers walking in, right? Yeah. She wouldn't have she wouldn't have rolled with Renair if the Sayers wouldn't have walked in. She would have done what was best for her in that situation, um, you know. And so, uh, you know, man, like, but you got to appreciate Rainey's. I mean, like, she won an episode, bro. And, yeah. and I applaud okay. her. And I'm glad that they gave her uh, her just due because because she definitely deserved it. Yeah. My question about her is, bitch, why was you walking so slow? Like, get the, get the fuck out of that. When she was in the crowd, you know, and, and they weren't really paying attention to her. They were just trying to, you know, usher everybody into to. You know Harry Hall or whatever, and I was like, "Bitch, run!" And she yep. just, 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 just dragging ass all along. But I do think she was, you know, plotting and scheming. And we saw the the end of you know what she was yeah, doing. And immediately when she when she turned that corner and you looked up and you can see her looking at the dragon pit. Immediately I said, "Maylies," like you mm-hmm. you knew. Yeah, I didn't sorry. know it was going to go down like that. Like I didn't know that shit was going to happen. But like I knew something. Involving her getting to her dragon melees was about to go down. Yeah, and she did it just right in that while all the attention was, you know, everybody was looking forward, she sliding to the side, sliding mm. to the side, getting to that side at the side exit, and mm. and cut down the hallway, and then she just came, bam, and man. dropped down. Yo, shout out to the show, man, because that was wild. The pageantry leading up to this shit, I was like, kind of, you know what? This is this is really nice. It was it was like a nice ass, you know, like a, uh, like a church program or something. She like, man, these motherfuckers really did organize this shit in the last minute, very fucking well. And then when that fucking dragon popped up, I said, I was like, oh shit, my fucking three year old started fucking waking up. <laughs> fucking mess, fucking mess. But yeah, that even even that, Leslie, even you saying that, like the the pageantry, the pageantry that went into that shit. That goes back to that initial Green Council meeting when Jason Lannister was like, oh, so we back to business at you? They've been planning this shit. Yep. Like, all of this shit has been in the works for who knows how long now. So it was literally just a matter of, okay, y'all, we got the plate. Now it's time to execute. Yeah, right. they they already had the, the decorations ordered. Man. They had the cake. They already paid the deposit for the caterer. Nigga. You know, they already had security. They ain't had no DJ because, you know, they ain't got no rhythm. But <laughs> they had everything. Who was they, TK? Who was they? Huh? huh? The Greens? No, I was. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought you were about to say the Whites. In a lot of ways, you can kind of see if Otto's. Minus the hand of the king, particularly when the dignitaries in the room and they're basically essentially being forced to be in the knee mm-hmm. or make a decision. I, I really thought they were gonna slaughter the ones in the room that was not gonna not gonna do it, but 
can you imagine like Otto in the ear of a of a, a Aegon who is who oh, is a cool, potentially cool? Like, well, you know what, Allison Allison told him about her daddy. Like you remember, remember Allison told him, you know, rule with with this and that, you know, be kind, blah 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 blah. But watch out for your granddaddy because he ain't shit. Don't listen to <laughs> shit he say because he gonna want you to kill everybody. Right, right. So like, she already. It, it see, a lot of the things that we saw from Alice in this episode, man, got me on the fence a little bit about. Well, that's why I, said, I think that. That's why initially I asked. Like, I think there was, I think there was intention on trying to elicit that feeling from show watchers. Like, I think the writers were intentionally trying to put you on the fence of well is she in on it is she is she doing this shit is she not you know what i'm saying <laughs> i think it, it kind of came out in the conversation that allison and otto were having when he congratulated rainier excuse me he congratulated allison on a game well played and she said i'm not playing a game mm-hmm. and he said but you essentially what liz said but you're benefiting from the game that's that's being played and uh, you know she talks about wanting to give Rhaenyra out and give her the opportunity to, you know, for a gracious exit or a gracious bending of the knee. And he like, you know, if you give her any other chance other than killing her, the the people going the people that you know swore allegiance to her are gonna line up around her. And uh, and uh, he asked her that, what was the question he asked her? Is it the queen that's saying this at this moment, or is it? No, he oh, said, it's Viserys. "Yeah, are these Viserys' wishes, or are these the the wishes of her, her childhood friend?" Right. Yeah. Hmm. Good point. Hey, we we can't hear you, Belair. We still can't hear. You. He on mute. Okay, go. Well, I thought it was interesting just towards the end of the episode when they started playing Jawadi's Light of the Seven, kind of like um, last uh, Game of Thrones, the main series, when they played that at the uh, Sept. When, uh, was it, the High Towers went down? Uh, when they got blown up by Dragonfire and the Sept of Baylor. <clears throat> so they played the Light of the Seven, like towards the tail end of the episode uh, to kind of undernote, underscore a lot of what was happening, what we were seeing. Uh, leading up to them eventually getting everyone into the dragon pit. So it kind of felt like they, you know, to your point, the beast, it kind of felt a lot like, all right, here we go again with the same old thing. You know, they just swapping out the Scepter Baylor, blowing that up with half of King's Landing, with half of the population of uh, King's Landing now, but now in the dragon pit. So when, you know, Helena was like, you know, beware of the beast beneath the boards, they didn't connect to me until she looked up at the dragon pit from the actual crowd of people. I was like, oh shit, that's what she's planning. I was like, she's going to go get Maylis. And I was like, cool. But I didn't see, just like with everybody else, I didn't see her doing all of that, killing, I don't know, maybe like 50 people in the middle of that room. You got people climbing up like roaches out that bad boy trying to get up out of there. So I thought all of that was crazy. And they kind of are setting you up to kind of let you know what's going to happen for next episode as well. So I see where those kind of parallels are going with this. Uh, like, so a question for the group. Why, why don't we, why do we think that she didn't kill the greens in that, in that situation? Why does she hold back from doing that? Uh, 
because she want to get that check for at least three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas ain't gonna gonna do nothing to hurt that check. Uh, I, 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 she gets um, I think. Uh oh, who was talking? We can't hear you, believe. I was gonna say. Ultimately, I think she left it up to them. She said, "It's it's not mine to decide what happens with y'all." She said, "You know, I'm gonna let that be decided between Rhaenyra, Daemon, and let y'all fight that out. I'm going back to Driftmark and you know handle what I need to handle there, tie up all the affairs I got going on. Plus, I got you know potentially my own husband who is still out there. I don't know if he's alive or dead. It's a lot. She's gotta get." her affairs in order as well. And she was like, that's basically the warning shot right there. Y'all better get y'all affairs in order too. Cause you know, Rhaenyra and Damon are going to have something to say about all of this. Right. Which is, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Because like, I do feel as if she, she was like, okay, well this is war. Um, you know, I'm going to alert Rhaenyra to, a, to put both sides on equal playing field. Right. And um, but, you know, like, so I don't know, because I, I do feel like that once she flew off, she went to before going to Driftmark, I'm assuming she probably went to Dragonstone to alert Renair of her father's passing and, and of the plot to to put Aegon as king. And so in a sense, she's kind of thrusting herself in the battle. Right. Whether she likes it or not, and that she's ultimately chosen a side. I mean, I don't know if it was just some sort of. Like she felt like it was a duty to not kill them there, but I mean, you know, if you put that on in reverse, would they have spared her life? No, nah. they already had her ass in prison. Exactly. Well, I, I, no, I was just gonna say I agree. I was going to say uh, I can't remember who just said it. Um, I'm trying to scroll back and look. Shayla, I think it was. That's when I said it was twofold. I kind of agree with what um, what was already said, but I think it was a very bold show of strength and power. And for her to say, don't you never in your life think you're going to lock me up and tell me what I got to do. So I think she was being very clear. I'm going to choose this side that's best for me. And you're not going to force me nothing. And I got a whole dragon backing me up. So when you want it, come see me over at uh, Driftmark. Bitch, I'm finna go tell it. <laughs> I think what she was saying is you don't want to right. You don't want the smoke. Like I'm talking about, like no fucking no limit. You don't want right. to go to war with us. And uh, she was like, "Y'all think this shit is? You think it's cute, but it's real when you fucking with the dragons." And I'm yes. just, and I'm I think too real when dragons. you uh real quick when when they, when Rainey's and Allison were having that conversation. Allison made a point to say that, you know, if if you side with us, if we have Maylees, that would leave Rhaenyra, you know, hesitant to strike or to go to war. So yeah. I think a lot of that, too, like a lot of you have already said, it was a show of power. Like she she's sitting right there on Maylees, eye contact, brought the dragon real close to let them know, like, look, this, this shit real. Like, y'all think this shit sweet? I, I need to see a manager right now. And so... <laughs> No, she she let them Damn, boy, you cancel again. I could I could end you motherfuckers like this. Like, yeah. like, like just just know in this moment, like you saw Allison accepted it. She had accepted yeah. defeat already. Yeah, oh she thought it was over with. And it was really over with for all of them. None of them I mean, like it's different when you staring down the barrel of the motherfucking dragon 
than when you riding that motherfucker. Right. And, and I, but, I feel like that's the, what she really wanted them to know. And but you know what though, it's also like this setup throughout the whole episode, including when the bannermen came and and the lords came to sort of you know like to sort of say whose side they're on and to kneel um, uh, to the king um, and to Aegon. And but for Rainey's to pop out with her dragon, all this shit, man, it's like a fucking spades game. And they showing and they're saying, look, I got fucking all right. Like how many you got? I got five. Five and impossible, right? I got six because the blacks got the dragons and the greens got the fucking men in the armies. And that's how this shit is going to play out. And you can tell how this how this fucking battle is going to proceed throughout the later episodes is that the fucking blacks got a lot of dragons, man. They got a lot of dragons. And, and they got more motherfuckers being born every single day. Like right. even if those are not Danny's eggs from the last episode, those are three eggs that can be possibly given to to um, uh, to Damon and um, and Renee. Well, and that's what, and I think I think that's what those eggs were for. I think from the show, probably so. I think yeah. that's what they were supposed supposedly for. Uh, but even in all of that, and then they, they got more dragons than Dragonstone. Yeah, they understand. got all those dragons as wild dragons. Yep. But in all of that. The green still got the motherfucking drag. Hey, and that's the, that's the fucking craziest part. Like, them niggas and got that's the, the balance. Right. So, and, that, and that caused the actual balance between the sides. Because yeah, if Vegar was on the other side, this nigga, this shit would be fucking. Right. Shit. right. Go to state 2017, bro. Because <laughs> both of his both of his sun fuse already got dragons, right? Yeah, the sun fuse got dragons. The sun fuse. The sun, the sun, the sun, the sun fuse. <laughs> So we, we we talk we we talking about dragons and fire and, and all of that shit. It, it's one thing we didn't touch on. When y'all talking about fire, it made me think about it. Uh, the building that we saw on fire after after little skeet feet. That's what you call it. That's uh that was the white worms place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's lady. That's lady so, yeah, she place. overplayed her hand in that way, and then Allison got. Slick Daddy Crypt gone in there and finished it off. I'm wondering yeah. if she's really dead, though. I'm wondering if we see her again. Yeah, I hope I, we do. I think we see her. I don't think she's dead. Yeah, no. I just hope that bad accident died in the fire. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she can survive. It's horrible. Yeah. horrible. Kill the accident, oh. goddammit. So, Cesaria is, is that you love to protect me, yeah, man. Yeah. So, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Do it again. Up. Hey, but wait, hold up. Before I do this, is it supposed to be French? Like, I don't get yeah, damn man. Damn See, man. I don't know what to it protect is. Protect me. I don't know what the fuck. Are you coming to me? That's that big. Oh, that's one chain. God damn it. That's one. Yeah, you got to actually get down. Please. So, yeah, Mister. So, the whole the whole series, Mysteria has been on the come up. You know, she 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 started out as Damon's whore, and we didn't know her name. And then she got a name and got a little power, and and you know, told Damon, "I don't need you no more. I got something else." And so she's been building. <laughs> building. Girl, that foot was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta read it out loud, man, for the podcast. We 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 had a comment pop up that said. Girl, that foot was turt like an HBCU homecoming. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, God damn, oh, that's great. Look, that's I'm a great joke. Shit all night, man. It's a wrong time. I'm spending the home coming out right now. I'm, I'm, I'm still in that joke, too, by the way. Just know that. Shit. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, what the hell was I saying? I don't even know now. No, I mean, for that comment, the foot turn like a HBCU homecoming. That's that's 15 points for Gryffindor. <laughs> bang the table, bang the table. Oh, oh. I, I'll give it I'll get back to it. I'll jump in on something else. It's all right. <laughs> I swear who it is. <laughs> Listen, man, a, a lot a lot of people talk about that foot, man. So let's <sighs> let's talk about that nasty nigga real quick, man. <laughs> you know, like I, I can't I can't believe. You talking about lower foot fetish? Yeah. yeah. Shit, lower fucking pyromaniac. Man, stop <laughs> burning shit yeah, down. That's, that's, that's his thing. He, If he can't, it, the way he cleans it up, he burns it up. So he, like, burn, he, he sliced off the tongues and burn it all down. And that's how he cleans it up. And it's just ashes. Oh, was my, that a dragon? Mm-hmm. My so, whole thing with him is like, I, I really, I'm trying to figure out what, what his real end game is because like he at one point he was spitting that shit to Otto he playing Otto then he slid right back over to Allison you know like so I think that shit just pursuit of I think it's just pursuit of power like even with him the shit he said to Otto was like look yeah I'm meeting with the queen but that don't mean that shit can't benefit you so I, I just think it's all about him Getting that reciprocity, like they, they're okay. If I help you, I scratch your back. You gonna scratch mine. The more people that that I can help in power, the more power I gain from it. I'm just saying, the nigga already got his foot in it, though. The good one, oh. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, that what, bitch what stuck in the dough, my boy. Man, I'm gonna tell you, been in the dough. Before this episode, I would have agreed that it was about power, uh, but now. Uh, I mean, and maybe this part even is about power too. The idea of it not just being anyone's feet that he's doing this to, but it being the queen's feet. Of course, I agree. Yeah. Um, yes. But, but that's a hell of a fetish. Obviously, there's yeah, like there's there's an, there's an attraction there, and she, the fact that she set her feet up there, <laughs> you knew this ain't this ain't the first this ain't the first time. This is this is. This is something that they do with one another. She was doing this when Viserys was alive. Hey, um, so CJ, let, let me stop you real quick. Bro, the picture, <laughs> the Lady, picture Lady make it worse. Comments. Ladybug is. She said, "Is Otto going to show his feet too?" <laughs> that is with the picture. Bro, look at the picture though. That the picture go with the question. That is awesome. Ladybug, Kyle. Okay, Damn, Ladybug. God, that was great. Uh, uh, so, so I think you are absolutely by football. <laughs> I mean, like, but well, about it, this has been going on for what almost six, their connection has been going on for about 16 18 years at this point yeah um, yeah 16 18 years at this point but also he's not he's he's just he's just as quick to go 
and talk about her behind her back to Otto, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I think you're right. It's ultimately about power because he was born from a position of not having power. Everything from, from having a club foot to being a second son uh, to sort of being this person who is kind of forgotten about. And that foot fetish is one thing, but I think his ultimate hold is power and also power for himself because he doesn't even believe in having children. Remember, he made that whole spill about children are basically in the way of like and in, in are just something to supplant people to make death easier. And he's like, so, you know, so he he doesn't want to carry around the weakness of children. He just wants to ascend to whatever powerful position that he wants to ascend to, whether that is comfortably in Heron Hall or being on the Iron Throne or being a hand to the king. Who knows? So, but, but to the king. A hand to the king. I mean, shit, that's something that is within, well within his grasp now at this point. This is what, the, king, the, foot, the king's foot. The king's but foot. I, <laughs> I'll say this, y'all. I uh, think uh, my strong yeah. foot. <laughs> I'll say this about about club foot, y'all, or, or about Allison. I don't think she's as disgusted by what she's doing when she's showing his feet, showing him her feet, and he's doing what he's doing as she tries to convey when she turns her head away as he does it. I actually think that she likes it a little bit or more than a little bit because she put her motherfucking feet up on that on that little stand and started rolling them and rolling them shoes down like it wasn't shit to her. It wasn't it wasn't it didn't it didn't feel just transactional. It felt like maybe she looked forward to that part a little bit more than maybe she wants to let off. And I think mm. that's uh, I think that's who Allison is. Like mm. even in that little scene, you take that whole little scene and you string it out and that's who the fuck Allison Hightower is. Yeah, hell yeah, she's she's fucking back page. But uh what I'm trying to like the back page still down anyway what i'm trying to figure out real quick is um um i wonder if like if there's just this been this whole thing going on of him just looking at the feet for 18 years like is he going in to try to touch the feet eventually like you you would think there's like a progression right Right. And this foot fetish, whether or not it's like some shit that's building up, or whether he's just good with just looking at fucking. I'm glad we didn't get to see the nigga finish. <laughs> man, oh shit! Yeah, just, man. Well, you think that she, um, when she was asking him for more information, he kind of hit her with the <clears throat> like. You know what you mean to do? Like, I ain't talking to stockings. Get the hey, stockings. TK, he hit her with that. He hit her with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a game they play because he was like, I gave you enough for free. Let me see them feet. Like, so, come on. So so let me ask y'all this. As as he was as he was looking, as he was looking at her her feet, do you think his bad foot was doing like this? Yeah, his, his like his bad foot was getting hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just gonna sit here like this. Oh, wait a second. So you say like as he was progressing, like the bad foot kind of went good for a second. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, his his his, 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 big, his big toe and pinky toe got erect. 
<laughs> and it stopped curling up, and he could be able to just walk straight for like a like a split second. <laughs> and it went back down. <laughs> oh. I ain't gonna lie, they got me with that shit, man. That, that, oh, I did not expect that shit tonight. Yeah, wow, man. Foot, a foot erection. <laughs> oh wow, bro. Y'all are wild, man. Oh, I don't even have any words. I, I can't. I can't. I, I, I can't. Uh, Jesus, I don't even know where to go from that. What happened next? What happened after that? I do got one. So when when Agon is in the carriage with uh, Allison, and he, she's talking to him about what Viserys' dream was, Agon ain't feeling that shit. He not believing her. He said uh, he ain't never told me that shit. He, he was fucking fast about right near, right. He was fast about right and he picks up the dagger. Like we know what the significance of the dagger is. This nigga don't even know what the significance of. Nobody in that carriage knows what the significance of that dagger is. But um, he didn't ask Rhaenyra, uh, "Do you love me? Or have you ever loved me?" Mm-hmm. And she said to that nigga, "You an imbecile, right? Like, you're a fucking like you ain't even like so you don't deserve it." Yeah, put, yeah. Put me, put me up, put me on right there with, with what y'all were, you know, peeping from that whole scene. And what does that mean for Aegon and Allison's relationship moving forward? I think there, that that moment, she made it clear that their relationship is totally transactional. So now that he's the king, she has a use for him, and she's going to. So she's warned him. About his grandfather, don't listen to your grandfather. You need to listen to me. I'm gonna tell you what to do, and this is how you're gonna be successful. Um, so I, yeah, I think their relationship is totally transactional because now she has a use for him, and, and she's going to use him in every way she can to keep the power that she has, number one. Uh, as the queen, as the queen mother now, uh, because Helena is now the queen. Queen Regent. the king. Mm-hmm. And then their twins, you know, are the next generation. Mm-hmm. The twins that they showed when uh, uh, she went into the room in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, everything is for them. Is is going to be really transactional. I and I think also, in addition to to that, her making it clear that it's transactional. This is not anything new. We've seen that from her the whole time. We said that early on. She wasn't even really nursing them babies. She was not spending a lot of time with them babies. And even in this episode with her daughter, she goes to reach out to comfort her daughter, and the daughter pulls away. Like, uh, no, I want that fake love now, like, because I'm about to be queen, back up off of me. So I think she can't find it in her heart to love him because she knows what he is, number one. And number two, she really doesn't have any motherly instinct. She And she showed showed that the entire season. Hmm. I think I see a lot of that where Aegon is. <clears throat> he's not, he's always been seeking. He's always been searching for something. And a lot of that's been the approval and exception of the parentals in the room. I mean, dealing with his father, I mean, we don't get a lot of that, but even with the absent stuff that we do, or we rather we don't see between Aegon and his father Viserys, 
you know, in those moments that we do see the interactions, like when he's trying to figure out who's out here spreading these lies about the strong boys and things like that. And he's kind of looking down reverently at his father, like, you know, father, you know, everyone knows. So you kind of see that that dynamic, you know, he's still under heel to his parents, so to speak. You know, he's not rah-rah energy until it comes to doing the things off to get his parents kind of, to kind of get attention. their attention, essentially. I mean, he does all these things, not excusing any of his behaviors from the rapes or anything like that. But it's the only time he actually gets anything. You know, his mom slaps him around all the time, but it's really the only time that she pays attention to him. Um, and you see that towards the end of the episode as well. It's the same thing. You know, he asks his mother, you know, do you really love me? And, you know, she's like, you're an imbecile. But he's at that point, he's just looking for some, re, you know, some reaffirmation there, essentially. But he gets a lot of that from the crowd. You know what I'm saying? He gets, you know, he's holding up black fire and he just realized that people just want to get drunk. People just want to see like gladiator. People just want to see people fight. They don't really give a fuck who says the throne. They're just like, yeah, it could have been me up there. Oh, it's, you know, oh, yeah. You know, they just, they, you know, the people of King's Landing are going to get behind whoever is up there. So when he sees that, he's kind of, you know, shouting and stuff like that. It's the first time he feels truly accepted by someone mm. or some concept of what love should look like in his twisted mind. So I thought that was interesting. Yo, yeah, like Litsa made a, a, a Litsa, uh, uh, shit, I'm probably butchering the name. Bowden made a great point in the comments. She said, as soon as Aegon got the crown, he was feeling himself, which you were just saying. Um, and in this whole time, I've been thinking yeah, about right. Aegon as somebody who she can control. And Allison feels that same way too. Hence the reason why she called him an imbecile, right? He's just dumb. And he's, and he's Joffrey in a personal sense, but not in a professional sense. In the professional sense, he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be keen. So he's gullible and he's very impressionable. And so people feel like that they can control him. However, what you were just saying during the coronation, uh, you know, he he really started feeling himself and he got that burst of energy. And I'm wondering to see, and it's going to be interesting to see how that plays along and about how much they can actually control him going forward. Because uh, another commenter said something earlier was that They'd rather for him than Eamon to be king because Eamon is somebody who, who would probably obviously be a better king as far as an independent thinker for someone who is hard to control. Well, now we'll see because, you know, Eamon has been jockeying privately um, or at least to himself that he should be king. And, you know, we'll see. Maybe that's going to be the case. By the way, I'm team Eamon. So, I mean, like, I'm always going to talk positive about him. He's my guy, man. Whether or not he's trying to pull his best Damon impersonation, he's my guy. I, I will say uh, that um, the relationship between when 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 Aegon took the crown when he when he was receiving his coronation or whatever he definitely turned into a rock star rap star in that moment he was feeling that shit uh, but nobody else was feeling that shit in his family or at least his siblings his wife his his sister wife was not feeling that shit at all right. <laughs> She kind of was looking like she didn't even want to be in the knee at all because nobody knows just how bad he is like probably she does. And um, I think in a lot of ways, that's why I feel like he was the beast beneath the board initially uh, that she was referring to, you know, mm -hmm. when they found his ass underneath the, the boards or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but okay. I, I saw hesitancy in, in, in her face I, I saw jealousy in in Eamon's face, 
And so I don't think those things are accidental, even as, you know, they, they're about to, you know, line, you know, stand up and rank as they go to war together. I still think there's a war going on on their own side as well. Yeah, the, the crowd wasn't really feeling him, you know, either at first. Like, they clapped for that nigga like Randy Watson. Facts. You know. Facts. Because if we're out sitting there like, damn. So, so they finna just snap up. No love? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my boy yelled out sexual chocolate. And he was like. <laughs> you know, like like they wasn't, they wasn't really feeling that shit, man. And. You know, like you like you said, CJ, the the his sister wife wasn't. Um, Amen, damn sure wasn't. Yeah, Iman, Iman Longface, damn sure wasn't. And <laughs> you know, Iman, that, that's the nigga. Nigga. <laughs> that's Iman, uh, dog. <laughs> that, that nigga face long as fuck while big. <laughs> he got a Viking face, <laughs> like a crescent moon. <laughs> but anyway, like none, you know, nobody was feeling that shit, and you know, it was almost like they, you know, was expecting Rhaenyra. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because that's that's what they had been told from the jump. At one point, I was expecting like somebody in the crowd to yell out, you know, like "What about Rhaenyra?" or "All oh, hell, Rhaenyra," some shit like that. Like I was expecting to. That's what I, I wasn't expecting. Rainies to pop up on a fucking dragon. I was expecting like the crowd to revolt and like for there to be some kind of dissension between that shit. So like for the I, I love the way that they're deviating from the book yeah. um for the purposes of the show because that shit did not fucking happen in the book. Um, At all. but that was like one of that was one of the dopest scenes today. We've seen a lot of dope scenes throughout these first nine episodes, but that was like one of the dopest scenes. And for them to deviate that much from the book and for that scene to go that fucking hard, um, that just shows you what they what they're doing with this shit. And also, because I yelled as soon as shit, like what the fuck was that noise, TK? You all right, man? Uh, like, but as soon as I heard that shit, I was as soon as I saw that shit, I was like, "Yo, beast beneath the boy!" You know, I screamed that shit because I was like. Um, you know, like that was something that that wasn't expected at all. I started thinking about my book knowledge for when um, for when she said that, and I was thinking to myself, okay, well, this could happen. It could mean this, this, this. Right. But I, I mean, you know, that man that, that came out of left field. That was wild, bro. That came out that of left field. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's like that coordination, man. It's going to be what um, uh, what the Prince Charles coordination is going to be like. It's going to be a bunch of motherfuckers forced to clap. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what that shit's gonna look like, man. <laughs> so, like now, now that we've seen all of this, what's the fucking response from the ops? How how what's, what what kind of response we getting from 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 Team Black? Mm, God, I want to say something, but I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start rattling shit. <laughs> Fire and blood, man. Fire and blood. Shoot. You kept my. You kept. You know, my daddy away from me for however long is the time we're going to find out between this episode and that episode, yeah. episode 10. We're going to find out how much time passes before she gets word of her father's passing. But right. it shouldn't be too much longer since, you know, Renice got out of there with Maylis. It, it looks so, like I don't I don't know if y'all watched the, the previews for the next episode, but it looks like mm-hmm. that that may be how she gets word is from oh. uh, from Renice directly. Uh, yeah. On Dragonback, of course, flying mm-hmm. over the Dragonstone. So that looks like that's where we headed. 
And um, Dragonstone ain't nothing but a, you know, like it's not that far away from King's Land at all. And she on fucking Maylee's, by all accounts, is the, is the fastest dragon to ever live. So she gonna be there in fucking no, no time. time. Yeah, she should be there faster than fucking Rainies can actually speak with a manager. <laughs> you know she will. <laughs> Y'all leave Nisi alone. She handled her. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do I do think though uh she gonna be on site like somebody said in the comments. I also think that there's ain't a, no talk no more. Well, there's gonna be a certain amount of um of like um a world building, I think that's about to happen, or where we go to these different locations. To recruit is going to be sort of this like recruiting mission of about to go down. You know, who, you're right, exactly. Of who we can get to join our side and raise their banners uh, like to this side or to that side, and that's going to make for an inter- interesting dynamic because that sort of semi diplomacy, you know, that could I mean shit that could turn left quick depending on what you know, like who's there and what may happen. So we'll see. Yeah, like what, like when they kill the the heads of the of the different factions, does that not automatically mean you you know you pick us up like oh boy they got hung he was hanging in the uh in the, in the hallway and shit. so you typically what they'll do with a situation like that is they'll like step up the next whoever was in line or yeah. they'll pick they'll pick whoever the fuck they want to from that line to run the shit that's yeah. gonna be in line with what they want to do so and then they'll offer threats and assurances. Basically, right. yeah. y'all niggas can die, or y'all niggas can die, or y'all can die. <laughs> 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 well, we can send some things from Flea Bottom. Y'all can get this gold. Y'all can get this thing, or y'all can fucking die. <laughs> what my nigga, what my nigga Dave Chappelle say on the episode of the Keeping It Real World? We could just fuck y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If all fails, we reserve the right to fuck y'all up. <laughs> so you know, we, we we saw the we saw the preview, man. Um, and we kind of all feel like it's gonna be on, on site. Some people in the comments feel like there's gonna be debates and all of this other shit. Um, but in that same mode like what are y'all looking forward to or what do you hope to see episode 10 i think yeah (laughs) i i want to see the the banners that show up for renera um you know who who is going to follow through on their promise that wasn't already in the red keep when they when they um uh, were asked to bend the knee, and the few that got taken out, um, you know, are they going to be Team Green or are they going to be Team Black? Are they going to sneak back through and, and and try to be Team Black stay, or stay Team Black? Um, I think we're going to get, and I have not read the book, I think we're going to get an, at least one or two more deaths next episode. I'm just guessing. And um, 
and yeah, this is just guessing because I have no, not no, read no, the books. A, I purposely skipped. Very interesting. The guess. way it's setting up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 just waiting to get to episode ten. Have my big nerdgasm. I'm good. You gonna have your feet out? <laughs> oh, I, Tarantino. I knew that was coming. Nah. Uh, I was about to ask that shit. You, you beat me through it. <laughs> Don't make me answer that question. Don't make me answer that question. <laughs> make me answer that question. <laughs> what about you, Duncan? What, what you what you looking for? This is not anything from in the books or anything like that. I'm honestly looking forward to see what they're going to do in episode 10 in terms of what everyone's saying, how they're going to petition the banners between the greens and the blacks, which we all know. I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Winterfell looks like um, at this point in the story, 170 years before you know the main series. I'm looking forward to see who's going to come knocking, who's going to ask you know the Starks to step up. We know how the Starks do traditionally. You know They've always been for the throne. But they heard, they heard very well and quite clearly what Viserys had and what his intentions were for his daughter. So I would think that they would be inclined to back Rainey's play. But, you know, Starks, I mean, the North is huge. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to look like as they're kind of running around the realms and kind of see what that looks like and see if Dorne is going to get in the fold. So those are the two places I'm looking forward to seeing on location. We're not getting Dorne or, or Winterfell yet. So I want to see that before they close out. Okay. Who next? I'm ready for all the smoke. I just want to see. I want to see Damon versus Eamon. I want to see uh, Rhaenyra's run up on uh, Allison and be like, so, so this is what we're doing? Like, we was cool, and now you just going to put your son, son on the throne? So I want to see that showdown. I want to see um, how Rhaenys is going to like back up the black and whether or not Corlys is gonna come back. So I it's a it's a whole lot of loose ends. I'm wondering if they will have the time to tie up in, in the last episode, especially if it's not going to extend past like an hour. So I I, I want all the smoke. I want everybody to get to, for it to go down. So we'll see. Michelle uh, Markman said she looking forward to seeing who Dama slaps first. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. Big ass facts. Who the fuck first, is Dama slapping? First, I'll say this. Uh, Duncan, that's a dope ass piece of art behind you, man. I've been keeping that shit for it. Uh, uh, I appreciate you, bro. For sure. For sure. Wife, you picked this piece out. I appreciate yeah, you. She did good. She did good. Uh, with regard to next episode, I'm like... Celestial. I'm looking forward to seeing how Rhaenyra reacts to the news from Rhaenys. One, just as the daughter of Viserys, she knew he was probably going to be gone, but she was expecting to come back. Like, her and Allison was on good terms when she left that motherfucker that night. And by the time she touched down at Dragonstone, uh, you know, they had flipped the script on her ass. And so, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how she responds to that. Uh, the fact that uh, the twin was going to take Rhaenys to the Blackwater makes me interested in how the what role the Blackwater uh, is going to play, and if the old boy, the little that was a young boy that that stabbed uh, at the at the at the uh, 
that stabbed the other buddy that was talking shit that shouldn't have been talking shit at the uh at the Rainier at the Rainier tour at the Rainier marriage tour if yeah. he's gonna be a part of that uh at all you know as an adult uh I'm really looking forward to you know it's you know it's time for that like I don't I know it's gonna be some bloodshed I'm wondering who is who you know who gonna see their last scenes in episode 10 and uh I'm looking forward to the surprises because if if there is a battle at all then the then the surprises are always the the most fun and thrilling part of the battle so that's what I'm looking forward to y'all Battles on Dragonback at that. I'm going to extend that, what you said, CJ. I think before episode 10 is out, we get at least, at minimum, we get one battle um, on Dragonback. You muted, TK. I said that's that's what I'm ready to see, dragons. That, yeah, that's it. Fucking dragons. I think we, I think we get Dragonback battles, so. Um, I'm just ready to see. I'm ready to see. Um, I think that Anna pointed out, and um, and also Duncan mentioned it with the Starks about them possibly going to to go visit the Starks. Also, the uh, you know potential like even the smaller houses that associate with the Starks, like the Blackwoods and the Brackens. Um, uh, you know, if you remember the Blackwood, the Bold. The grown man in episode what was that four when Renera was going on a on a worldwide Tinder date um, that you know just so like stuff like that that's been played out in earlier episodes. I want to see if they come if they come back. Um, I'm hoping to see those two families like kind of um, appear again. But I'm also I noticed in the preview that it seems to be like um, uh, like Balerian pointed out that we're going to be at storm's end and um if they actually do show what i think they may show at storm's end i just want these motherfuckers to 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 do some better lighting all right this time around i, I don't want to see no dark shit i don't want to have to squint my eyes in no night battles and shit like that i want fucking my tv to be clear i don't want to have to adjust shit i just want my shit to be clear and i want them motherfucking dragons to battle out Fucking clear, <laughs> clear as day. goddammit. it! <laughs> Except that night, oh, fucking House of Dragon. Working is just the only thing. That's the only thing I I just wish that Game of Thrones would do better at sometimes, man. The fucking night, them, those night scenes. I don't know what the fuck they doing with that shit. They spending too much money to, for me to be fucking squinting my eyes. I got twenty twenty fucking vision, so I know I can see. <laughs> I don't know about y'all blind niggas, but I know I can. See. <laughs> man, uh, so look. Y'all, you know, as, as we all know, man, this shit has been a dope-ass journey so far. We done made it nine fucking episodes already, and we are building community still daily. Our YouTube is almost topped 2,000 subscribers. Thank you for y'all, because that's y'all doing that. And if you haven't subscribed, please take your ass over there immediately and go ahead and do that right now. In addition to that, if you have not given our pod five stars, but you listen to this motherfucker every week like we do, like we ain't on this motherfucker, please go do that on Apple, on Amazon, on fucking Spotify. We need to run them numbers up. We want them to know we are out here because people know, and there's been testimonials to it, that we are creating our own world and community for Game of Thrones and for House of the Dragon because sometimes we're not 
you know, giving space in other people's world. But that's cool, though, because our shit fire. You know what I mean? And so we're excited about that, and we appreciate y'all for that. Make sure that you tap into Leslie's um, reviews. Uh, I don't know when he's going to drop them yet, but make sure you be on the lookout for him either Sunday night or Monday. Usually he, he drops them, but I'll let him say. Oh, yeah, no, nah, Monday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, you look out for them. You got to look out for them motherfuckers Monday. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm about to be asleep. So. Hey, look, God, they won't, hey, look, they won't, they, if they won't let us share them in the group, y'all share them motherfuckers everywhere they can be shared. I know, that's right. Right. And um, look, we're going to do it real, real big next week. I mean, I, I think it's going to be hella fun, man. People in London talking about Watch Them Thrones, people in Africa talking about Watch Them Thrones. Somewhere else, like it's, it's people all over the world talking about shit that we're doing right here, you know, from our from our respective spaces, man. So we appreciate y'all being a part of that. Vanessa, Vanessa Williams said, <laughs> Vanessa Williams, I like that. How can I join this podcast? I'm an avid listener and watch your other show. I've also been to Durban Vic. I don't know what that is. The yeah, yeah, I was gonna fuck that up. I'm from Mississippi, my nigga. And uh, I could offer a great perspective. Hey, look, the opportunity to jump on the pie is absolutely there. You hit TK up. Um, Tyrus, you want to tell them how to get in contact with you? Yeah, my cash app is dollar sign <laughs> T-Y-R-U-S-7-8. <laughs> oh, you can hit me on, on IG at plead the fifth. At plead underscore da underscore fif underscore tk, or you can just you know hop in um black with no chase the DMs. I'm I'm always looking so. Or watch them Thrones DMs. We yep. got watch them Thrones IG page. page DM, yep. So we got an IG and a Twitter. Y'all pull up on that shit, man. And look, we don't be talking shit when we when we say we'll invite you to the show. Thank you to Duncan. Thank you to Warrior Queen for pulling up. Once again, and uh, and rocking with the crew. I mean, like y'all offer some great insight tonight. And uh, thank you to the community uh, for leaving y'all comments because y'all shit makes this shit even more fire. So, look, you know what it is. Until next week, we thinking black and living black unapologetically. And uh, uh, Kendra, I will do. Will do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it, well, well, before okay, we get out of here. Uh, I just want to make sure y'all understood where to reach us at. That's dollar sign T Y R U S seven eight. Yeah. So anyway, on behalf of uh, ambitions as a rider, my girl Celestial, uh, special guest Duncan Egon, Warrior Queen, Raynice's side dude, and the King of the Takeaways. Belarian the light skin dread and the beast beneath the boards. We do appreciate y'all rocking with us. We look forward to doing this every week. And uh we're gonna see you guys for episode number 10. So let's Peace. do it. Peace. How log off this motherfucker? How you log off this motherfucker? <laughs>